0: You're listening to a (laughs) Mamma Mia podcast. From Mamma Mia, welcome to Sealed Section, the podcast that answers the sex questions you're too afraid to ask your friends. My name is Chantelle Otten. I am a psychosexologist, a scientist, and a sex and relationship expert, and I'm passionate about helping people find their pleasure and have great sex. In every episode, I answer two of your questions. If you have some questions, please send them to us at podcast at today we are talking about different types of stimulation, specifically clitoral and anal stimulation. So I'm excited for you to hear what we've got coming up. For our first question, is there a way to learn to come with clitoral stimulation? Something that I can practice. Oh my goodness, this is such a great question. Now, first of all, I want you to take the goal of orgasm off the table. I know that's not what you were expecting, but I'm telling you the more that you aim for orgasm, the further it will get away from you. Sometimes it's a little bit like happiness. Sometimes when we're like, I will myself to be happy, we can get a little bit miserable. So just take orgasm off the table and we will focus on pleasure for now. What I want you to do is potentially think about prepping yourself for a self pleasure night in. I'm not sure if you've done this before, but I really want you to put some time aside just for you and just for your pleasure. Have some lubrication and either your fingers or toys at the ready. And I really want you to have a safe and private place, you know, somewhere where you're not going to get interrupted. If you do have a busy household, maybe that's the bathroom where you can lock the door. Hopefully you have got a lock on your bathroom door for this kind of activity. If you don't, I'm sure there is a Bunnings right near you or some kind of hardware store. Definitely invest in a lock. Now, why don't we go through a little scenario of what this could look like? I would suggest maybe Having a shower or bath and just chilling out. Lie in your bed and feel the sheets against your skin. This might sound a little bit intimidating, but I don't want there to be any music and I don't want there to be any visual cues. We are really going to tap into the sensory experience of what you're about to engage in. I want you to run your fingers up your belly and over your chest and down your arm. Then run your fingers down towards your pelvis and your inner thigh. I want you to take some time to explore the different sensations that you're feeling here. What does your fingers on your skin feel like? Are there different pressures you can play with? Are there different sensations? So maybe, you know, the pads of your fingers or maybe you can use your nails and run them up and down your skin a little bit more of a kind of scratchier feeling. I want you to explore these different experiences. And then maybe look at stroking around your genitals. So not aiming straight for the clitoris, but playing with the area that is around your genitals, maybe the inner thigh, maybe your labia majora. And I want you to breathe in and out slowly, essentially. What if we talked about the technique that we used in the first episode, which is where you imagine... That air that you're breathing in coming out through your genital area, coming out through your vagina, through your vulva. Work in circular motions around your genitals before you start focusing in on them. I want you to continue to breathe and bring yourself to pleasure slowly. I want you to build up and up. Remember... There's no goal. I'm not going to tell you that you need to orgasm because you actually don't. You just need to focus on experiencing pleasure. Maybe that is also just about you being in the bed with clean sheets or being in the shower with water running over your body. Or maybe it's even about lathering soap on your body, you know, really engaging in whatever you're experiencing in your body. And I want you to also think about breathing consistently during this exploration. A lot of people start to hold their breath because they're getting a bit nervous and they're wanting to get to that climax really quickly. Don't do that. Remember, we're going to be breathing in through our nose and out through our genitals. Now, I know I've explained something just here, but if you don't feel comfortable doing this solo or without guidance, you can come right back to, yes, I'm going to say it, Madison James's Orgasmic Hypnosis. I know if you've been listening to the past few episodes, you would have heard me talk about this before, but orgasmic hypnosis, it's amazing and it will guide you to pleasure and hopefully orgasm. Madison James's Orgasmic Hypnosis on YouTube is the place to go so you can have a look online. Now, We can also learn a little bit more about different types of touch and there's an amazing website called omgyes.com that will show you, literally show you on video, different ways to pleasure yourself. It's made by scientists and it's based off research with 20,000, yes, 20,000 vulva owners. They actually have a few seasons of different types of techniques. Season 1, which is all about solo vulva play, and you see real vulva owners touching themselves in different ways and they talk about how different techniques make them experience different types of pleasure. There's also, you know, another season for partnered play. There's a season about squirting as well. It's a website for everyone to learn more about pleasure for vulva owners. So I would suggest that you invest in that and explore a little bit more. It's definitely helped a lot of my patients. Now, my next tip for this is you can also try a womanizer. A womanizer is a vibrator that for so many people I know, has changed the game for them sexually. They may not have been able to come through finger stimulation or through partnered play, but with their womanizer, they have learned that they can orgasm. Basically, a womanizer is a toy that sends air over the top of your clitoris. So it's not directly touching your clitoris. It is meant to simulate Oral sex. It is meant to feel like oral sex. I think it feels better, to be honest. (laughs) It's really, really good. It's just different, you know. And if you are struggling, it seems to be a game changer for so many people. So, again, don't focus on having an orgasm, just focus on the pleasure of it and experiment a little bit more. Now, if you're continuing to struggle after my suggestions, there's also no harm in booking a sexology session. With someone like myself. I'm an expert. I'm here to help you find pleasure. And what we can do in a sexology session is make an individualized plan and talk through what you have tried in the past and what you could try. Again, though, remember that you don't need an orgasm to have a good time and you're not broken if it can't be achieved. Some people, it can just take a little bit longer and some people cannot orgasm at all it is not necessary to have a really good time solo or with someone else. When it comes to masturbating and I know that I need to do it, but I'm not necessarily in the mood yet. My go-to tactic is that I (laughs) put on a Beyonce song. Partition uh, really gets me in the mood, and then from there, I feel like I'm in the right headspace. And then I'll pop on some porn and get my vibrators out and sort of have a bit of a solo sesh from there with channeling the energy and confidence of Beyonce. I have a very high sex drive, so I feel like I don't have to do a lot to get myself in the mood, but it always, always tends to be at nighttime when I'm going to bed. It actually helps me sleep for having an orgasm, so that's kind of part of my nighttime routine, and also sometimes I'm working from home a little cheeky one in the middle of the day you know just a bit energizing but I love to have like the lights off and yeah just a little bit of me time Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody anywhere and in case you missed it we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favorite sweat sessions Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. Okay, so the next question is such a good one. I actually found this one... Really interesting because it's a really common question. My husband is desperate for me to let him lick my butthole. It totally grosses me out, but I feel guilty for not indulging in his fantasy. Help! Okay, first of all, I wanted to say thank you so much for sending this in and being vulnerable. What we're actually talking about here is rimming. Or analingus. Now I know that rimming sounds like a really cool skateboard trick, but it's actually just the term for licking in and around another person's asshole. <laughs> so it's oral sex on the butt. That's why I like calling it analingus as well. And often it involves the tongue circling around the entrance of the arse, and it can also penetrate the butthole as well. I encourage you to be open-minded, which is obviously why you are sending this question in. But also, you know, don't shy away from that kind of exploration because it can actually be very pleasurable. There are so many nerve endings in the anus that make it feel different. It is like a nice sensation for a lot of people to experience. But maybe we need to talk about how to make you feel safe while you explore this act. I think that's probably what is coming across here. There needs to be rules, first and foremost. Your partner cannot just go downtown and go fully ham on your butthole. I think that there needs to be rules so that you feel comfortable and okay, and it needs to be planned in advance. So I think it's important that you talk about it as a team and how you're going to make it a comfortable experience, a safe experience, and a pleasurable experience for you as the receiver, and you know, have some direction for him as the giver. You can start by having some preparation done before you engage. So if you're planning on engaging in this act, maybe it's a hot bath or a shower. You know, make sure that you haven't eaten anything heavy or that's going to upset your stomach that day because we don't want anything coming out during that experience either. And I think it's important for you to feel relaxed. If it's not your night, if you've planned for it and then it's not your night, just say, babe, It's not the time. Let's revisit it tomorrow or the next day or whenever your stomach settles. You know, you've had your hot bath, your shower. Why don't you ask your partner to give you a massage to relax you and say, you know what? Maybe we can start with you using your finger to circle my anus, but I really don't want you to go any further than that. You know, remember that if your partner is not interested in respecting your boundaries, and that's a bigger conversation in itself, I want to kind of also delve into the fact that I understand why you are hesitant because anal play of any kind is not taught in sex ed and it's really common for people to be afraid of the unknown and to have misconceptions about anal play being dirty or being painful But they shouldn't be either, and I think we need to talk about it as being more of a pleasurable experience. So coming back to the direction that I was giving before, you could ask your partner whether they're willing to start slow and consider exploring similar sensations to rimming. So not starting off with tongue straight on the anus to start, but maybe with a finger or a toy onto the anus instead. So popping some lubrication on a finger and moving the finger around the anus, not penetrating, but just seeing what that sensation feels like. If you're worried about hygiene, then why don't you try rimming in the shower to start? You can start by having a beautiful soapy shower together and making sure that you feel warm and comfortable and clean. If you're using any soap down there, make sure it's a sensitive soap and fragrance-free. And you can see if that helps you become more open to analingus. If you want an extra layer of protection, we can also look after this too. So what you can do is create a dental dam with a condom. You can get dental dams online. You can get them from some great sex shops. But you can also just buy a packet of condoms and cut it into a dental dam. So cutting off both ends and then straight down the middle and then asking your partner to put that over your anal area and start performing anal over the top of the condom. It may help you with your comfort levels as there will be a barrier between you and your partner's mouth and they can stimulate your bum through the condom. Probably not a great idea for the shower because that might be a little bit hard to navigate this piece of silicon plastic, but I do recommend just, you know, using it in the bedroom. You can lie face down on the bed and your partner can put it over the top of your anus. A pro tip of mine would actually be rubbing some lubricant on your bum before covering it with the dam. This can increase pleasure and can help with that comfort level as well. I also think... It's just really good to experiment. You have to give feedback and you and your partner must be consistently checking in with each other about how it feels. So understanding your boundaries around how little and how deep you want their tongue to be playing with you and both partners should embrace that experimentation is important here, but it's mostly communication that is important. So words, sounds, feedback around what feels good what doesn't feel good have some lubricant or even some flavored lubricant nearby because that will make the experience much more pleasurable for both of you if you like it you can move on and you can try different types of experimentation and maybe even some toy play so hopefully this answered your question and look at the end of the day if you don't want to do it it's a no for now You know, you don't have to start straight away. Maybe just do your research. Get as much information as you can. If you have, you know, someone to talk to about this, I think that would also be really beneficial, someone that's obviously not going to be biased towards their own pleasure. So maybe a friend that likes it or a sexologist or just – someone that's going to be able to give you accurate bias-free information next week's episode is available right now for mamma mia subscribers so click the link in the show notes to check it out mamma mia subscribers get unlimited access to the best content for women including early access to sealed section so to listen to next week's episode right now just follow the link in the show notes Thank you for listening to Sealed Section. I will be back next week to answer some more questions like this. I'm 30, I've never orgasmed, and I don't really like trying to, but I feel like I'm broken or not doing it right. Is that bad? If you have a question or comment about this podcast, you can email us at podcast at or leave a message on our pod phone at 028999386 9386. My name is Chantelle Otten and you can find me on Instagram at Chantelle underscore Otten underscore sexologist. This episode was produced by Emmeline Peterson and I will see you next week. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation.